This is Audio Gyan and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. The following excerpt is from New York Times. The Parsis kept their promise to the Gujaratis. In the 17th century they started settling in Bombay when it was just seven islands. This spearheaded the Indian Industrial Revolution by building the first steel mills and textile factories. They built ships and launched the country's first airline. They used their wealth to endow hospitals, laboratories and schools. They were also the first to adopt British game of cricket and their extravagant musical theatre production paved the way for Bollywood. Well, uh, this illustrates uh, there's so much rich heritage in the Parsi community which lends itself a unique character and design sensibilities to Mumbai. Today we have Dr. Simin Patel with us on audio again. Uh, she's a city historian and founder of Bombaywala Historical Works, a project that documents uh, Mumbai's various aspects uh, and especially a bit of uh, South Bombay and Parsi community. So thank you Simin uh, for giving your time. It's a real real pleasure to have you on audio again. Thanks Kedar, lovely to be here and thanks for thinking of Bombaywala. This is my second podcast uh, ever. <laughs> Awesome, great. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be doing a case study. Typically, I have three formats of interviews okay. uh, of of this uh, audio game series. Uh, uh, one is called the regular interviews. One is a case study where we just deep dive into one problem statement, one case study, one solution, or one project. Okay. Uh, and and then there is uh, audio game biographies as well. Okay. Which I've done very few, but uh, typically talking to some historian or some scholar yes. uh, or or like a guru shishya parampara mein who's the shishya okay. we talk and generally document uh, his or her own, own guru <laughs> so that's biographies so okay. yeah it's been quite a ride and yeah today uh, it's it's about how are you trying to document and that's what i'm going to document about <laughs> uh, bombay wala uh, historical work so i wanted to start off by reading out a small sure. two 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 small pieces yes. uh, from one of your article yes. and this will probably set the context uh, for how cute and interesting the documentation <laughs> is yes so i'll start off with that and then maybe we'll we'll, we'll come back to the uh, come to the questions right. uh, yeah typing is a prerequisite for shorthand and all children want to appear for exams So Mrs K S Balsara has divided her institute neatly shorthand in the front room and typing in the back room with the balcony or uh, let's take another example Prabhudas Rastani Kalapi thought a circle of seven babies would make a perfect logo for the talcum powder brand he was building in 1930s I found these two really cute sort of lines that you have put in which tries to capture some essence Yes. so i will i'll ask more about it but to begin with what is like how does it matter and and what is bombay wala uh, historical works project about <laughs> okay that's a big question um so <laughs> really bombay wala works very closely with you know text and photos and um photos are really what drives the text so to rewind i kind of go roaming around the city at all times uh, even when i'm in a taxi going from one place to another i'm always looking out trying to see little establishments that catch my fancy and the key thing in these establishments is that their architectural kind of original interiors are maintained 
very often like flooring is the first thing I see. And if the flooring is changed, um, you know, I have dismissed the establishment. Though there are like quite a few I'll tell you about that I covered despite the change in flooring because, you know, they were Catholic establishments. Um, But that's another story. Um, Really, so what I do is kind of find these establishments, become friends with the owner, interview them, then get the photographer and we document these structures. And so then I get a bank of photos from the photographer who then tells me which are his best works, his second best, and, you know, one star, two star, and three stars, three being the highest. And then from that bank, I choose one header photo. So that photo, the header will determine those lines that you read out. So um, Hmm. in the case of Mrs. K.S. Balsara, there was this, she runs this shorthand and typing institute in 2022. So it's this (laughs) little sweet institute in Tardir Road, close to where I stay. And basically this wonderful photo of her where you can see half of her. You can see, you know, her body, but not her face. And it's exactly standing between the room, which is the shorthand room, and the room behind, which is the typing room. So she's in the middle of those. Um, You can't see her face. You can see her body and her very sweet dress and her very sweet shoes. And so the thing was to tell you something about how she's divided this institute. And, you know, her body is divided in that photo. The next photo you see is of her hands. The sub-third photo you see is also of her hands. And then the fourth photo, which is a bigger photo, is a beautiful portrait of her by photographer Philippe Kalia. Um, so it's this coy, sweet way, body, 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 then full portrait. So the thing is to give something away, not give everything away in the first line. And that first line is determined by the header photo. So there is some kind of strange science to it. But since I do this, you know, once a month, one establishment per month, I kind of have it on, you know, auto a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but why, as in, like, what's the nature of this documentation? Is it like your homegrown thing or is it being done practice or because I've seen there's humans of New York and humans yes. like we have replicated that. Yes. So there is some format like, is this like something which you like, how uh, did you come about it? Okay, so so I was doing my PhD on the histories of, of the, on the history of uh, Pisces and colonial Bombay, and I I was finding a lot of information on Bombay, the larger town city, and so I wanted to share that information with an, with a wider audience, city goers, and I was based in England. I had some friends in Bombay, and we put together this little Bombaywala blog in two thousand and thirteen. Um, and last year, we changed the format, you know, made it more professional, um, and it's taken the form it has. Um, and now I've moved away from the little bit colonial, you know, that whole civic state kind of thing. And now it's really the stories of these little establishments in the city. But to feature, to make it, you've got to have a historical establishment. So... You might have a great story, but if your premises are totally, uh, you know, revamped, (laughs) it's not going to feature in Bombaywala. So the thing is that it has to catch my eye when I am in a taxi, when I'm walking aimlessly in a bazaar. Um, The post that's coming up on Wednesday um, is of the central laundry in Girgaon. So I was walking in the bhaji market in Girgaon, Kandewadi Lane. 
and i see this lady at the counter of this laundry which opened in 1939 you know that stapna and all is on there on top of the thing and i was struck because you know a woman at the counter and i am also sold because as a woman i want to see another woman you know at the counter and that's not so common her mother in law her you know one generation above her wasn't allowed to sit at the counter because you we don't want the woman at the shop but she is allowed to sit so these are the things that drive me and then they become so she, the head of photo is of her of mrs shubangi uh, joshi of central laundry so uh, yeah <laughs> that that's my <laughs> story and yeah no but but uh, i'm just curious to understand like this way is it a subjective thing or is it that you have a checklist or like are there any because everything can be documented right yes, so how yes. like are there any parameters like location time or community or even like scarcity like you have you've yes, seen yes, yes. some some places so so are there any like any any structure to this i mean the challenge for us is always to document before the building goes so this laundry okay. that i'm talking about it's a chawl system eight buildings but around them in girgaon every chawl every wadi around them has been made into a tower so um and for example see the souza gamdevi uh, hair cutting salon all these spaces we've already covered no longer exist so this is a huge challenge i have to get the story photographer has to be available we have to make a little video which we've started to do since last year on each establishment and that takes a little bit of time making a 1 2 minute video so we do a story plus video but the key the absolute key is that it has to look like a historical establishment and have that charm of a historical establishment and then you go how are these guys managing in this new like you know all the towers have washing machines and this laundry is not getting any washing business anymore only ironing more or less how is it managing so <laughs> those are the kind of challenges um, yeah very beautiful yeah. uh and because even i am into this sort of audio gain is about documenting yeah, now yeah. this question typically gets asked that how do you pick a guest or how do you yes. pick a subject and and the, frankly it's very intuitive it's absolutely it's it catches whatever as you said catches my fancy yes. and then but uh, like then i'm sure you must be like stumbling upon these things on a very regular basis because and then yes. there are also layers to it like the the one which has the well inside oh, yes absolutely like deep inside absolutely so then any methodology you follow because i want to like come yes. back to that main point of uh, your short version like why did you choose that format as opposed to any other right, but right. just before that uh, how do you like start no, so, this i mean actually if i tell you a little bit before when bombay wala started it was just a side thing i was doing and there i thought i would just have a photo maybe and say okay this building this little feature like a gargoyle in this building look at this gargoyle or something like that name of building year of uh, establishment kind of thing and then a friend of mine at oxford orgo said listen you have to write something don't just put a photo you know so i said okay chalo i'll write three lines and if you think this is short <laughs> that was 10 times shorter than this and it was just one photo so what you're seeing of bombay wala is also a revised form from say 2 3 years ago this wasn't how it was mm. always was and you know the idea was maybe not to have text 
So those, I think I've always had an issue writing, though, even though my life is about, my career is about writing, it's not easy. And maybe that's why I write so little and everything I do takes so long. But I mean, that's how it came. Now these are photo essays have kind of become like photo essays, plus a little video, like a short, short. Mm. And yeah, I mean, this masala makers that you're talking about, they're masala makers by week and well keepers by weekend, you know, amazing story. And they have a stall in Fort Market and they have this well in their home in the heart of Fort. And all these homes had wells. And now we go looking for this house and this well, but all most homes in Fort had well wells. And the wonderful thing is that they had well spirits. So they had these mm. spirits dwelling in the water. And so many, they say, of the Parsi homes had Mohammedan spirits, well spirits. Wow. So, so interesting. And this is kind of now the only, you know, really living, worshipped well in the area that people know about. Are they refilled? Are they like it's a drinking format or it's just like some holy uh, angle to it? Well, now? I mean, there was a time when it was used by the water carriers and stuff of the area who would come and fill from there. I don't think the family uses that water, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, the reason why I ask you is because just a couple of episodes ago, yeah. uh, I interviewed uh, Esh Viswanath. He's in Bangalore. He's yeah. called. He has a Twitter handle called Zen Rain Man. Okay. And he's been doing water conservation oh, and okay. water sanitation for very long. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we spoke about how our wells designed. Oh, yeah. So, so oh, that's, that's, that's really how I connected all those. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, a lot of uh, people in the locality come and worship at that well. So, I mean, it's not, uh, you know, different Hindu communities, different people come and worship over there. And then the family also obviously worships at the well. And the, the man who founded this masala maker business is uh, has passed away, but he looked after all the wells in the Parsi fire temples in the city. So on the weekends, he would go with a team and clean each Parsi, I mean, you know, over the year, each well, every weekend. So it's that dual life, which is amazing. You know, masala maker and well keeper is like a wonderful combination. So... Yeah, yeah. yeah, beautiful indeed. Yeah, yeah. And then how do you draw a line? Do you have like some geography to it? Because <laughs> it, yeah, yes. it like we have we have uh, some interesting uh, architectures uh, in Matunga. Yes, and yes, also. yes. No, absolutely. There are two laundries that I spotted in uh, Matunga, one of which we've already covered, but not put up. So Matunga is very interesting. And you know, that whole story of King Circle, no, everyone knows each other there. And there are King Circle stories. So, you know, you can't do that laundry in isolation without knowing about Cooler and Company, without knowing about one Michael Ka Adda for Daru. You know, there's just, there's that whole life of the area. And that only happens when you speak to a couple of establishments. So my knowledge was with Cooler and Company at Matunga, which I was covering for my Irani Cafe book. And then I could use those stories when I was speaking to the laundry, Orient laundry man. Um, because I had that knowledge to which he added many, many stories. So as you do more, your neighborhood history increases, which is like a great thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, just coming to this question that why to document or why do these stories matter? Are you sort of intrigued by 
or are you anxious to arrive at a pattern by looking at it? I mean, yes. because when when I saw uh, the website, it had very distinct different kinds of stories apart from the theaters or, or yes. the cinema houses. Yes. There's a pattern to it. Yes. But rest all could be like independent stories. So yes. are, like, is there any thought process of having... Like say, let's cover all laundries in Mumbai. Is there? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, there's so many wonderful laundries. It's kind of amazing. And the patterns emerged. So the first, you know, we did Puttu and Sons. And he said that, you know, next to us, there was an Irani, which has closed down. The doors, collapsible doors and a lock was there. If he hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known. Then we go and do the star dyeing and cleaning works in Kolaba. And this gentleman, Mr. Sequera, said there was an Irani next to him. As well, you know, so there are some organic patterns that emerge. And also you want to try and draw some connections. One of the other wonderful rhythms and patterns is of the timings and this afternoon closing. So sometimes some of them didn't have afternoon closing. Now they have afternoon closing because, you know, there's not that much customers. Some of them had were closed and now are open because it's this retired couple. I mean, this kind of older couple in Matunga, the one I was telling you about, they can't go back and forth. And first only the man used to come. Now the wife helps him. You know, she can't, he can't see very well. She's kind of, I think, suffered a stroke, you know, a small stroke. It's so sweet, kind of, you know. Reminded me of my own parents. And um, yeah, that, that's kind of, you know, a couple that comes in the whole day because um, they can't kind of go back. Whereas another couple uh, in their 50s doesn't have much work, so they go back home. So these are the kinds yeah. of uh, things, you know, like, hmm. yeah. They, they sound very sweet, but then why? I, I'm, I'm just like <laughs> pushing you to, like, why to tell stories? Or maybe you can just first probably give us like some idea about what's your uh, take of storytelling or mm. or why do you why do you think these stories have to be told i mean is yeah i understand there's a personal angle to it but yeah. uh, if you have reflected back on it or done some introspection as to no, no, like yeah this is good haan, okay <laughs> no 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 it there's a there's a thing to it proper reason is basically in my phd you know we do archival research and then also the the material and everything gets a little bit colonial and stuffy and even probably politically incorrect now because it's this colonial archive that you've got from the Maharashtra State Archive spent like four years sitting over there and getting research done. Then what happened with this Irani Cafe book is it was a basically a whole oral archive, okay, of these gentlemen now in their 70s, 80s speaking to me about second generation Iranis in Bombay. Irani owners and just telling me the whole history of their life and their girlfriends and their bikes and you know all their physical culture all the gyms they would go to and what buses they were you know in the neighborhood and that oral history is not something anyone else can get it's the raw techniques of interviewing and your rapport with the person and i realized the value of the oral archive and the stories so, you know, when they say this colonial hangover, sobo, get over all this kind of stuff, you get over it when you change the archive. And the archive changes when you go to an oral archive or the archive of the shop, the books, the receipt books, the labels, things like that. So that's... Um, yeah. And, and then do you plan, because right now you have 
a photo and maybe two lines yes so yeah any any particular reason why you mentioned about you want to write less but <laughs> particularly this style or there are other styles and similar documentation has been done in other parts of the world maybe if you can share some idea about it i i'm not sure about those forms of storytelling but you know after the captions we have on each photo say eight photos and captions there's a very small but there is a little body text you know about those Bombay wells and the spirits of the Bombay wells that's a little bit body text and then it's the video so it's literally three kind of small ways of storytelling for each establishment yeah. so no, i know i mean the reason i'm asking is is this because the attention span is low and you want to just quickly encapsulate yes. because the videos also what i saw was were really short yes, and like yes. sometimes it's just like one still which is <laughs> which is happening for like maybe 20 seconds it's just one shot where there's like some bird going on or some some very okay. arty yeah. slash abstract kind of a thing <laughs> yeah. so is it conscious or is it uh, you you have that style or you want yeah, to no, maintain that style yeah no i do think that whatever i think we started in 2013 and sort of so I mean, there was didn't really know Instagram and all then, but you know, this is the it's a visual culture. There's not much time. Attention spans are small, so yeah, it's that kind of quick. That's the world, and it suits me fine. <laughs> so it, you know, it, it works yeah. both ways. Yeah. and for a person like me who would like to get like one level deeper yes is there like again stories seem to be pointing at certain things yes. which definitely have depth in it yeah. so so like if one has to go down deep mm. like what would you recommend or what would you oh um well i mean yeah you know many people you know even when we used to conduct these walks would then come and say what do we read about bombay in 1920s 1930s and then i do kind of suggest some books or now i would even suggest some movies we had a wonderful collaboration with this filmmaker rafiq elias over the last 3 days where we shared his film called if memory serves me right so for yeah, you know that one hour film on this uh, cafe owner and film critic who passed away uh, last year uh, and i mean wonderful storytelling and i would also suggest movies now so i do get this and then i kind of suggest different uh, you know books movies and nothing like going yourself and you know going to that area which is really what everyone should do mm. which is yeah awesome okay let's take a short break yeah we'll be right back okay welcome back to the show so would you mind sharing one interesting story like whatever you've like documented so many any any particular which yeah. interests you or made well, uh, or or maybe share some like like a different perspective which was never seen from a bombay when people perceive bombay <laughs> oh well okay actually uh, if i little little you know nuggets of things like for example in this i like love stories you know trying to figure out if there's a couple or there two people husband and wife running something how do they how did they meet or and with this uh, mrs balsara of the central shorthand typing institute you know she she you know she's been running that institute for you know 50 years you know and very capable educated woman 
And then through the interviewing process, I learned that, you know, she was a student of the founder so uh, of the wow. institute. Then he becomes the principal of government law college and she becomes the principal of the shorthand institute. So she starts out as a student uh, and then marries the principal of this institute. And then he becomes, he moves on to government law college as a principal and she becomes a principal of the institute she was a student at. Now, this didn't just happen. I mean, you know, I had to, you know, round, round and she wasn't keen for me, you know, to go on about it. But I like these love stories. And um, even this perfect confectioners and caterers at Chandanwadi, mm-hmm. Mary and Tony, they're like a total unit so I was like, you know, how did you all meet? And then she was passing through the area. She used to pass through the area to go to her work. And uh, he used to be at the counter and she had seen him. And then his friend put an ad in the Times of India, a matrimonial ad for him, which she spotted. And then she sent him the, you know, whatever she applied or replied. And the rest is history, you know. So these kind of sweet um, kind of little love stories are nice. And you have to work your way through them in the interview process. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. You have to make them comfortable to extract that information. Maybe spend more time. Any, oh, sorry, you yeah. continue first, then I'll No, no, back. no. Yeah. So then again, I, I mean, it's not a story, but see, D'Souza is this uh, very interesting eatery in Dhobi Talao where there is never a single customer. It's just the most desolate kind of place around or at least it was and these two catholic ladies sitting over there still two different tables sitting uh, on these you know bent wood chairs like almost like an irani setup not saying a word you know perfectly manicured nails and hair done and you know she was in her 80s i think and watching that world go by on dukkal gadi you know that uh, that sonakul church lane and these women just sit still for hours, you know. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And then, you know, get the photographer, get the photographer, run, run. And then we covered it and now it's all gone. So this is how things happen, you know. It's like a it's a visual experience also, the stories. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so is there any technique of like that you follow in terms of just spending time with them? Or probe him with the right questions yeah. at the right time, or like any tips you should <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, it's a total chase, and you know, basically, I've been so spoiled with the Iranis that I interviewed first. They were my first subjects, and they were so good and so daring, and they wanted to share everything and would give me chai, pani, berry palau, batasa. You know, make me sit for hours. And then all these other other shops, and they're much, much more careful. You know, Iranis are kind of a daring community. These other guys are scared, whatever, suspicious. And really, the Catholics have been the hardest for me to crack. You know, I don't know why, but they don't really like to speak. And so it's a chase. You have to go, go back, win their confidence, take some photos to them that you've clicked and try to buy their <laughs> time. You know, there's a small little place in Dhobitala I've been trying to cover. No one has ever looked at that place, you know, given it a second glance. Uh, but those guys are just not interested. I go, I beg, I call, I message. 
nothing nothing so <laughs> that's really mm-hmm. and um, also with my subjects they often don't get back to me about the post or anything like i know they've seen it but there's no kind of um, recognition or response which is a little bit <laughs> worrying but i guess that's how it is you know like uh, yeah and this is across communities so like parsi establishments everything mostly mother subjects don't respond to me after the post is out so <laughs> no in fact i i completely get it and and it's a thankless job of archiving uh, that you're doing and that's why i i was very curious to know your thoughts here yeah so so there was like that two stories that you mentioned yeah which were quite and and again so like do you think just the photo or and two lines yes. because typically in archival work or typically it's said that history is written by the rulers yeah. rulers yeah. yeah so you're documenting this any worry or any any thoughts of it being misinterpreted because of like limited writing and limited hmm. captures or because they'll be like totally like these buildings are no more there these yes. establishments yes. are no yes. more there yes. so how do you see that panning out maybe i don't know 100 years out what is the story going to sound like will yeah. it be perceived the way it is or any thoughts around there no i think it you know it will give a more human sort of touch to these stories now these buildings and all are not there you will go back to the archives you go to the records you will go through all these bombay improvement trust deeds and all these kind of civic documents and then you'll probably notice when this building was demolished redeveloped stuff like that so these are stories of the heart and sort of people do say that your you know some of your videos have a lot of heart in them and this is i think storytelling in a more kind of true form like the rhythms of the hours of the establishment what are the breaks what are you know what are the patterns covid and you know this whole new bombay wala we've done as you're seeing it today is a covid baby it was you know reconceptualized i had a little lockdown meltdown of my own and i completely redid bombay wala and so every story we've done the big stories now which um, there's a difference also in the kind of group of posts that were there before and the ones that are there now but from 2021 any posts that you see these are all covid establishments covid babies so mm. it's also a record of covid and what these establishments went through or and how many masks are there in the photos and yeah in the know, videos also. yeah exactly so really um, i think it'll be an interesting archive for covid for understanding mm-hmm. covid in the city mm-hmm. yeah and and since it's a case study i'll just double click on one more aspect sure. that like any any ways of monetizing this or is it just going to be an archive because how yes. do you like it has to be a sustainable absolutely uh, no so actually you're very lucky we literally redid the site uh, and you know started with these videos and got a wonderful sponsor um, a fashion brand called Pai Khandwala Bombay and they are invested in the city and they rebranded to include Bombay in their name and so now they sponsor our content so it's really good i'm able to cover my costs and very lucky to get a brand like this aesthetically and the sensibilities of both the brands are um, totally matched so we are very very lucky to get them to support us and then therefore i can also bring out a post every month otherwise it would be difficult you know time resources yeah it it's uh, and mm-hmm. otherwise i do some other consultancy work and that on bombay 
And then I put that into Bombaywala. Sutri, how you keep Bombaywala going? And I'm sure you're, you know, these are all the questions we communities like ours ask, right? Like uh, trying to keep something going. It's like, you know, what you love doing, but it's not financially viable. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of all our story. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I have one last question. Sure. Uh, which is like, yeah, what's the future? Uh, what's the future of this project? Uh, yeah. And actually one more thing, which is how, how can one collaborate? How can one join? But yeah, what's yeah. the future like? So, I mean, you know, we hope to cover more establishments. I've seen a whole bunch. I have a list that I'm just waiting to cover. So this kind of establishment format. Then also things are a little bit slow with Bombaywala because I'm uh, finishing my book on Irani cafes. Once that is done, I would be able to kind of do many, many more things with Bombaywala. Also incorporate that research into, into Bombaywala in a much more substantial way. Now I don't want to do it because, you know, I want that book to come out. But then I think there'll be a lot of overlap. So there'll be a lot more <laughs> Irani uh, material to add to the already existing Parsi material. But collaborations, no, we would love to collaborate with, you know, people working in the city, different forms. We're realizing video is getting a lot of traffic. Um, so, you know, different mediums is actually what's uh, interesting. We also want to find people of the same sensibilities. Um, Bombay is suddenly actually over the 10 years, last 10 years become a business you can now have a business based on the city and um, it's even slightly competitive you know so how do you now get a story angle that no one else has so you have to keep everything under wraps and uh, mm -hmm. a story angle is very often an anniversary you know like 90 years of this 100 years of this shop that becomes a story angle or how do you get that owner of this establishment who lives in the suburbs and comes to his thing once a month? You want him in the shoot because then it's like you've you've upped your game so much because it's so competitive now. Uh -huh. So <laughs> there's a collaboration, but there's also a lot of competition, <laughs> uh, which is yeah. good, which is good. It means the city is, you know, thriving. I mean, work on the city is thriving, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I did one uh, series of five episodes with uh, Bharat Flooring and Tiles. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was quite, quite an interesting flow because I spoke to uh, Firdos, uh, the owner yes, of the yeah, yeah. Uh, thing. And then one Sushmita Chatterjee, who's an archival yes, person. Yeah. So yeah, it was quite like, yeah, there were five people. It was quite a good series there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a small uh, community of people working on Bombay, but it's definitely yeah. between archiving, walking tours, documentation. These are the branches, but there are like 10 organizations you can point to today that are working on the city. So, and I would say this is the work of like 10 years, you know, like, mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> but any any guesses as to still it's probably a finite geography? Any guesses uh, what? as to how long it will take? <laughs> to to document the city? Or, yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, no, yeah. you know, Bombay is a gift that keeps giving, you know, like you will mm. keep finding places. I think if you start in your 20s and you live to a good age, then you can say I've documented the city well. But... Otherwise, no, 
this stuff everywhere. And now I have friends uh, like my friend um, Dan Sequera, who has a petrol pump in uh, Ballad Estate, which is documented on Bombaywala. He helps me with find uh, establishments. He's a total Bombaywala roaming around. And he finds places for me. Then I go check them out with him. He gives me an intro. Then we cover them. So I have all these informers now. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> you know. So and then it's like it's going, it's going. This one's going, and you know, so that rush and it's a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Even Chirodeep Chaudhary, yes, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he he has, uh, I think he has a separate uh, collection of all the clocks. Yes. Uh, that yeah, that uh, those yeah, are on yeah. the walls of Bombay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Cool. I think it's it's very fascinating, and we can continue. Uh, generally, <laughs> I'm I'm a run out of like formal questions, but uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll Thanks, we'll uh, we'll pack this for this particular episode. But yeah, all the best. It was lovely talking no, to you. Thank Thanks you. for your time. No, no, thanks a lot, and uh, look forward to your other episodes. And yeah, uh, yeah thank you so much for thinking of Bombaywala. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, and and people have to follow. What do they do? Like it's, uh, it's so, Instagram. Yeah, on, what's the... yeah, Instagram Bombaywala, uh, Bombaywala dot org for the website. Which please do check out because that's the whole you know the whole shebang. Yeah. And uh, it's and it's beautifully designed. Yeah. Yes, yes, and <laughs> uh, we have little videos and the story, and they should be seen together. And uh, it's all quite mad, but it's all quite fun. So. Yeah, and Twitter, we're on Twitter, Facebook, everything, but do follow us. And there's a newsletter. So if you could sign up to the newsletter from the website, that would be really nice. So great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tada. thanks. Yeah. And that's it from today's GAN session. For show notes and more GAN, visit audiogan.com. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to check our other interesting podcast on IVM Network. You can listen to us on IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or any of your favorite podcasting apps. To stay tuned, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at IVM Podcast. And if you wish to connect with me, I am at AudioGAN Moments on Instagram. Until then, take care. It's been a great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish Thing, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nati Gritties. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on youtube.com slash IBM Podcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. 
Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks, guys. Without you, this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.